Hello, besties! Welcome to Martini with Eddie, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we dissect the, as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and encore the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV show. As you can see, I'm like trying to even say my own words, and I'm like stumbling because. I've been so busy, you guys, today and the past few days with all the Bravo content that I'm trying to create for you guys. I actually started a brand new segment on my YouTube channel, exclusively on my YouTube channel, that is called Martini with Eddie, a shot of reality, where I bring you the daily news and obviously, I'll give you my opinion on them because, as you know, I love to give my opinion on whatever is happening in the Bravo universe. So I'm not only you giving you what is happening, but I'm adding my opinion. And I want you to watch and also to add your comments so I can see what you think about this new segment. I'm just hoping, you guys, that um, that I can create a more interactive you know, way of bringing you some news from the Bravo universe. I love doing this. I think, as you guys can see, I'm very passionate about it. So I want to make sure that I not only give you this podcast and these uh, recaps and in the Bravo Labs and, and the content creators like three times a week, but I also want to give you some daily little bits of the Bravo universe. Also, um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm actually enjoying Orange County. I'm excited to have this conversation just about Orange County because we don't have anything else going on right now. Jersey is over. Vanderpump is over. Um, we are almost over with Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. It ends this weekend. Um, but I'm looking forward to Crappy Lake. And I'm also looking forward, obviously, for the beautiful new ladies of Real Housewife of New York. But right now, all we have going on actually is just Atlanta and Orange County. I do not watch The Boat Show. I'm trying to get into the new season. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a try. And if I find it interesting, I will be obviously talking about it, doing these recaps. And if you guys watch Below Deck, any of you guys who are listening and watching, let me know. What do you think about that show and if I should start watching it? Because there's there's not much going on right now. That's the reality, you know? Um, let's start with Orange County. Uh, the first thing that I want to say is I just love that Gina is doing this real estate journey. I did it myself. I got my New York real estate license. I It was fun. I got it. Uh, that's all I can say about it. <laughs> I, I did some showings, and but it's a lot of time that you have to invest. It's a lot of being out there. And I, I need some time to myself. And obviously, I need some time for my Bravo content. So real estate, adding to my other jobs, it was a lot to me. But I did the whole thing. I took the, the test. I passed the test. I got my license. So when I was watching uh, Gina doing it, I it, I felt that kind of connection where I was watching her going through the same process. And I, I got to say, I'm surprised that she got some answers right. There was one answer that she didn't get right. And it was like uh, regarding not calling your... Um, 
you know, the person that you have uh, a business going on. And she said that it was prohibited when it was just, uh, you know, front upon. But I'm, I'm excited for Gina going through this process just because she said that she wants to buy a bigger house. And I, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I think of Gina, I think of Little Casita. I think of Little Casita. Uh, you know, Gina obviously is not the wealthiest housewife. Pretty much in any franchise. But I love this. I love this journey for her. I'm, I'm happy that she's starting to um, to look for a career where she can feel accomplished. And the Orange County, you know, market is quite good. You know, I mean, I don't know if you guys watch Selling the OC, that Netflix uh, show, which I enjoy. I, en- I really enjoy uh, real estate related shows i watched selling sunset i watched selling the oc uh buying beverly hills on netflix too uh obviously i watched you know million dollar list and pretty much in every city that we had i'm actually really sad that we are not getting new york anymore that it was canceled uh because i think new york was the most entertaining uh the one that showed real real estate and the characters, you know, the 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 brokers and the agents, you know, like Frederick, Frederick, and you know, Steve, and you know, and Ryan, those to me were iconic, iconic people in the Bravo universe. So not seeing them as part of our real estate um, shows is quite like sad. I don't know about you guys, if you guys ever watched Million Dollar Listing, but. I have watched that show religiously. I think I got my license just because I was watching that show. Not because I was even interested on on getting my license. So, you know, Bravo Bravo does that to you. It gets you on, on doing stuff that you maybe didn't believe you will do. And that was my case with my real estate license in New York. But um another segment that I was really enjoying is the interaction that she has with her boyfriend and how um, he is helping her to do the test and studying. And there was a point where they were talking about putting money from the business into the personal account when it comes to the brokers, when they are doing the business deal. And uh, she said that it's low key the way New York runs. And the and the, the boyfriend said that I guess that's more a Jersey thing than New York. I don't know if you guys caught that, but to me it was really funny because as we get out of the Jersey madness that we've been dealing with with the uh, the franchise, I mean we had seen issues with financial stuff in Jersey, and we all know that in Jersey that stuff are like that. You know, I'm from Jersey, and that that make me laugh. I didn't take us as offensive. I didn't take us anything. It was funny. I mean, Jersey's known for doing deals in a very particular way. <laughs> I mean, ask every cast member from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're doing crooked stuff. Please, let's let's not put it that way. I'm just saying that ask them. <laughs> in another moment of the show, uh, that I was quite entertained was when Shannon and John went to this like crystal store to get like crystals and whatever. And they were asking for fire 
signs or water sign rocks and they realize that one is water and one is uh, fire, which means like you might not be as compatible as you think you are, even though Shannon said that they were in a good place at that moment. I mean, we all know how this ends. We know that down the road is when the the relationship ends as they were filming this uh, season. So we were going to see that part too, I think. Um, but we've seen them hanging out recently. So maybe they are an on and off type of relationship. I'm not really sure. But I kind of like them together. I want to see how they go over breaking up and all this stuff. But I like John and, and Shannon. As a couple, I'm not saying, and I'm not sure, uh, 100% what makes the relationship like fall apart. You know, people outgrow relationships. Some people cheat. Some people do stuff. But as as I see them, I mean, they make sense. You know, that is one of those couples that make sense. I remember seeing them at BravoCon, and he was very. I mean, quiet, but he was always there for Shannon as she was like walking to the panels and like hanging out with the, uh, with the fans. I think if you see, if I wish I had the picture right now so I can show it to you, you guys that are watching it on YouTube. Um, if, if, if I pull up the picture that I took with Shannon at BravoCon, you can see John right behind us. Like he was always there for her. I don't think he was trying to steal the spotlight like all the house husbands. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the ones to be housewives. If you give them a week, they will be more than happy to be in the intro too as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm kind of traumatized from Jersey. I've been having so many experiences, not only after the show ended, but... Um, after my interview with Jen and um, the hate online and and what is coming out, I, I had so many things that I could share with you guys about New Jersey, but I'm like I'm like I don't want to share this information anymore because I feel like there's no point. People who don't like you know Teresa and Louis are not gonna change their mind, and people who support Fuda and and Gorga and the other one. Uh, are not gonna change their mind. Those are their faves. I'm not. I'm not gonna push anything anymore. I will bring you the tea if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You will see the post there. But I don't want to keep talking about this because I feel that the, the more I talk about Jersey, the more hate I get and the more annoyed I get. So I, that's why I'm happy that tonight we are focusing on Orange County because one thing about Orange County is that it's bringing drama that is so petty and so. Typical from housewives, from like old school housewives, when it was not about some dark, heavy topic, when it was just about people fighting over like the most fancy room of the trip or who had the bigger bag or who had the bigger house, like that type of like rich people problem. That's what I watched the housewives. So at least Orange County right now is focusing on this type of topic. Like for example... Uh, Heather versus Taylor. I'm obsessed with this beef. 
And I'm going to tell you why. I like them both. I like Heather and I like Taylor for different reasons. I love Taylor all the way back from the beginning of Beverly Hills. I think she is such a great housewife that was so underrated what she was on Beverly Hills, especially because of what she was going through on that on, the, on those seasons, you know, the domestic violence and then what happened to uh, to her ex. We don't want to talk about it. It's a heavy topic. And I feel like those moments didn't allow her to shine as a housewife. And even though she was going through those hard times, she managed to leave a mark on Beverly Hills. She is an OG and a very important part of the history of Beverly Hills. So seeing her back on the OC, it makes so much sense because even though she is a diamond, she is definitely, definitely worth of an orange. I'm still surprised that she is not a full-time orange holder. Uh, I guess we will find out later on why. But right now, I feel like Taylor has been on the show for less screen time than than the newbie that we got. But the drama that Taylor is bringing to the show to me is more entertaining. And her life is more interesting to me. Uh, It's not based on her being married to somebody. It's just about her. You know, it's about her as a housewife, as who she is. So I'm... Very happy with her being back. And then we have Heather, that to me is the wealthy person in OC. Meaning like she brought she brought the wealth to the OC before Heather was on the show. The OC was more like soccer moms in the suburbs, which had like money, but not like are wealthy. None of them can get any close to how much money Heather has. None of them. Not even combined. You know, she literally just sold her house for $200 million. That is a shitload of money. So I think just by selling her house, she is worth them the whole entire cast together. I think the whole entire cast that has been over the years on in the OC combined. That's how much money she's worth. You know? Um, so that's how I feel about Heather. Heather, like her or not, like her or not, she was the one who brought the sense of rich, of like, I have money to the OC. And yes, some people don't like when their housewife are wealthy. I don't know. I don't even know why. Because the whole point of watching these shows is to watch rich people having rich people problems and petty drama. Like the one that we're going to be talking about right now. Because this is like petty and I'm loving it. Uh, In the previous episode, Taylor spoke to Heather about this movie that she is filming in Oklahoma. And... What it seems to be just like a drunken joke, Taylor offered a role to Heather and Heather just like going with a joke. She said like, sure, why not? Well, we get to this episode where uh, Taylor invited her and she had kind of like a 
acting teacher to like teach her how to like like uh speak or like some exercises where she can like you know do what she is working on her acting for her movie heather as i'm scratching my head like yeah that's what heather was doing she was scratching her head like um i thought that we were just joking during champagne like this was not meant to be like a real thing like you need to call my manager you need to call the director or you need to have production calling me set up you know many questions like is it an union movie is it like uh reshots is it like what's happening here i mean i mean it makes sense to me it makes so much sense to me when heather was saying like hey you don't just give somebody a role over champagne when you're getting drunk because i mean that's not how businesses are done it makes sense i mean taylor might think that she was like doing it because heather is an actress that's what i can just gather out of all this situation but on twitter after the show ended Somebody said, like, hey, I mean, you just don't have randomly um, ask somebody for for a role or give somebody a role. And Taylor replies saying, I offered the role to Heather because the director allowed me and gave me the power to give it to her. And the director replied to that tweet saying, yes, I told Taylor to tell Heather that the role was her hers but why didn't the director communicate this that directly to heather instead of like having this really freaking crazy thing happening between heather and and taylor i mean obviously it's a reality tv show there has to be some drama and i'm enjoying this drama this drama is totally totally quintessential real housewife drama to me, it's petty, it's uh, crazy, it's over a movie role that we were talking about this. It's insane. I'm happy that this is not about somebody trying to destroy somebody's family <laughs> for once. Or somebody stealing from the elderly or a crash victim. This is like so petty that I'm loving it. And Kane Cordova just sent me a message saying, honestly, OC seems heavily produced this season uh, and fake. Um, that was, I mean, it could be. I wouldn't, I mean, it's a, like I said before, it's a reality TV show. And a lot of these situations are produced, maybe not intentionally, but produced by producers to make sure that they have um, a story to tell, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm just loving it. I don't know about you guys, but seeing seeing that teacher talking about blowjobs and how blowjobs help to, like, in, like open your mouth and, and stuff, and then you see Taylor writing down notes... I, I'm 100% sure that that was just editing being messy. But the fact that they 
put Taylor writing down what she was saying. Um, I just give a blowjob as a ta- as an as an example as of um how to like you know practice your voice and whatever. I think that was freaking hysterical. Hysterical. I was laughing so hard. Um, I I actually posted on Twitter with a picture of Taylor. Uh, she's writing down. I, I posted saying Taylor taking notes of important acting information, and he says I just give a blowjob. I mean, it's it's hysterical. It's it's truly hysterical. There was definitely some hint of what it was coming between Heather and Taylor during this season. Uh, we also saw that uh, when Taylor offered Heather the script, allegedly, Heather left the script at Taylor's house when she left, meaning that, like, she took it, but like, she's like, uh, we're, we're not serious about this, right? I mean, this is not happening. Um, Hello, Miss Mocha. How are you? <laughs> thank you. Uh, by the way, thank you, everyone who's watching. Everybody who's watching right now and, and sharing your opinions. I hear you. I see you. Um, Barbara Dosetti, uh just wrote saying, can't stand Gina's fake voice. Is she trying to be a valley girl? She's from Jersey, and when she started, didn't have that voice. I, I, um, yeah, I have noticed that part, but I haven't commented on it because I don't want to say something that maybe I'm the only one noticing it, but I'm happy that, you know, Barbara, you noticed that Gina's voice sounds a little different than when she first started. I mean... She does hang out a lot with people from the OC and it's really typical to get those kind of like, you know, vocal changes as, you know, the more you hang out with, you know, the same crew. But I don't see Heather having that voice, right? And she is, you know, Heather is from New York and she hasn't changed her voice. She sounds like Heather and she's always had sound. So, I mean, Barbara, you have a point. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep on track. What I'm going to do is I'm going to watch previous seasons, like different episodes from each season that Gina has been on and see how her voice changes over time. And I'm going to bring you like exactly in what season she started to sound more like a Valley girl than a Jersey girl. I'm going to do that. I promise you guys I'm going to do it. Um. Barbara also shared right now, I heard Taylor isn't filming anymore, maybe because of her film career, but also her, she might be edited out of the show. I do not know if any of that is true. I honestly do not believe that. I don't think she is going to be edited out. Uh, Taylor was invited as a friend of, she even has a cast picture. So we are going to see her like all season. I do think that when Vicky comes into the game, you know, you know, the attention goes a little more towards Vicky. But I think and I do believe that Taylor is involved in a lot of the drama, especially with um, with Heather. Um, Heather was on Watch What Happened Live and they said that there's a lot more common when it comes to the Taylor versus um, Heather drama. And uh, Taylor herself retweeted watch what happened live um clip 
And she said, like, more to come. So I, I think she's going to be featured a lot on this season. And um, the season ended a while ago. They, 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 they finished filming a while back. So uh, she might be busy with filming right now, with, like, her film career right now. But uh, while she was filming with the show, I know she was, like, definitely, definitely compromised to be um, part of the season. I still want her to have a, an orange, you guys. I love Taylor. Obviously, I do not like that she is not siding with my girl Heather. But I can love both sides when it's only for a petty, petty drama. This is not Jersey type of drama where you need you need to take a side. Like you have to see the show and decide what side you're taking. You know, this is this. I mean, that topic is heavy. And it, it depends on what your moral compass is telling you. But when it comes to fighting over a movie role, I think we all can enjoy this and you can like both of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's important for Housewife right now to, to have the type of drama that we all as viewers can enjoy without having to fight every single hour of the day over housewives you know i know a lot of people live for the drama i know a lot of people wake up every morning go on twitter and start a fight and chooses violence but um sometimes it's good to have a break that's why i'm excited for crappy lake i feel like crappy lake is gonna be those type of shows that we all are gonna laugh that we are going to enjoy that we all we all are gonna be talking about it but we all gonna be talking about it in a way that is going to be so exciting and fun a lot of people are saying that crappy lake is just a in bravo older version of the simple life and i do not care do i care Absolutely not, because I want fun TV for once. I just want summer to be fun, like uh, like Kyle Cook says on Summer House. I just want summer to be fun. So I want every summer show on Bravo to be fun. So far, we have some fun shows. We have uh, Dancing Queens, which I only watched like three episodes. I need to like just binge watch it because... It was hard for me to follow that story while I was also trying to watch the Vanderpump Rules drama, the Jersey drama. Then we got Atlanta on top of it. So it was a lot of housework going on and too much information going to my brain for me to actually dissect and talk about it with you guys. So it was a lot. But I think now the the Bravo world is kind of like taking a little of like a smooth sailing like below deck, which I don't watch. Like I said before, I'm going to try to watch it. If you guys watch Below Deck once again, please let me know if I should start watching it. Please let me know if you want me to talk about it because I had never gotten into this show. I do not find it entertaining. The only time that I watched Below Deck was when uh, Kate Chastain was on it a while ago. And since then, there has been like 100,000 different Below Decks. Like, there's too many episodes, there's too many shows, I can follow it, I'm tired. But someone told me that I should watch the one that just started, there's like only like a few episodes, or like maybe like 10 episodes out, whatever. I'm still debating, but if you guys watch it, please let me know. Back to the OC. Um, 
Tamra is having the closing of her um, gem with Eddie. It's a heavy, maybe like a heavy-ish moment for us Bravo viewers and Bravo holics to watch even the first dinner at that gym when they first open it, you know? It's kind of like a, like, it's a chapter that is closing, not just for Tamra and Eddie, but uh, as the Bravo Universe watches, uh, one of the businesses that was open during the show, you know what I'm saying? So that, it feels like a little bittersweet. Um, I'm just not very fond of Tamra right now. And no, it has nothing to do with the Teresa fight. It has a lot to do with the fact that her storylines right now are not fresh. They don't feel fresh. They feel forced. This issue with Shannon doesn't make any freaking sense. Um, I don't know where it came from. I know that she was talking about Shannon on podcasts and stuff, but that was Tamra trying to hype up some kind of drama so she was able to come back on the show and have an issue with somebody, you know? And then we have her bringing her friend Jen, who's like a yoga teacher and all this stuff. And I started to see the downfall of that friendship on the latest episode because... um. First of all, yeah, Jane was being out of shady boots with that post. You know, they were talking about it, about the, the TikTok that she posted the night before of the event where she was saying that she was so proud that she was still there as like she was still having a business open. It felt shady boots. It felt very shady boots because it was the night before of her friend's business closing. And even though she might not have meant it that way, even if I read that and I'm an outsider, I would have to say like, hmm, shady boots, shady, shady boots. Um, but she explained that, uh, she said that, that it wasn't more than just an innocent TikTok trend that she wanted to do. And it happened it just happened, coincidentally, the night before that Tamra was closing her business. What I think is also very shady boots is the fact that Gina was the one who brought that up to the table. And I'm saying that because um, Heather told her not to do it. And she went ahead and did it. Like, girl, keep your mouth shut. Because that was not the place, time, or anything that you needed to say about Jen. I do believe that the issue with Jen uh, that Gina has right now is deeper than just that. I think it's it's all about those like cheating and kind of like infidelity uh, dynamics that Jen talks about, you know, that she's so cavalier about, you know, the cheating and all this stuff. It thinks... I, it looks like it triggers Gina. And I mean, I can see why, obviously. She's been cheated on and all this stuff. But um, I find that very strange because it might trigger you as a person. But if it's not affecting you directly, you shouldn't be taking that so personal. Jen is fine with those dynamics. 
Jen is okay with it. She's, you know, she talks about it very casually. She's not hurting anybody. Uh, she's very open about it. So kudos to her. So for Gina to take that, so on such a like personal level, it seems strange. Maybe she just wanted an issue with somebody and the newbie came along and she was like, bang, bingo, I got one. Uh, you're the trouble. I'm going to act like a victim. We go with that one. Um, so when she shared that information with the table about her doing that TikTok, I do believe that she was trying to start drama. She was stirring the pot. And Tamara loves to be involved in some kind of drama because not for nothing so far. I don't think Tamara has anything outside the fight with Shannon on the show or anything fresh because she has the audacity to bring on our TV that guy, her son, Ryan, and act like Ryan is some kind of victim and act like Ryan is a child who, who, uh, who struggled to find himself. And like last time I checked, Ryan was making some homophobic and racist comments very publicly, you know, and he still acts that way. It was truly horrible to see this person back on our TV. Uh, uh, do I... I want to read some of these comments that I got right here. Uh, La Barbara said last night, last night I feel Heather couldn't wait to show us she has a chef. <laughs> I mean, Heather is rich. Heather is rich. And if she has a chef, she's going to show it. And I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with housewife being rich and petty. Show me the chef. Show me the, the, the private plane. Show me the private yacht. I'm all for it. That's what I watch the shows. <laughs> um, yes. And I want to share this one because I agree 100%. Tay Tay the Savior, get Ryan off my TV. Yes. I don't want to see him. I don't know why he's there. I don't know why Bravo is giving this person a platform. I do not care. I do not care that he is Tanra's son. So many other Bravo Labs has been literally removed and edited out from the show for being disgusting people, you know? So for Bravo to give Ryan screen time, and not only that, the fact that production gave Tanra a whole confessional to defend this guy and say how he was struggling and how he found his new love for like like horses and whatever. I don't care if he has a horse, two, three, or none. This guy had no reason to be highlighted on this show because he showed his ass many times before. And I'm that type of person that... We can have different opinions, 
that is completely fine. We can have different opinions. But being homophobic and racist are not different opinions. We need to make that clear. Clear, clear, clear. I hate, hate when people say, oh, um, why you want to try to remove people with different opinions? Because being a racist and being homophobic are not opinions. It's not like you are talking about skinny jeans versus... Uh, um, uh, what's it called? Um, like those like seventies boot. What's it called? I forgot the name of them. I have many pants like that, but it, um, bell bottom, bell bottom shoe, uh, uh, pants. I have so many of those because I love the seventies style. So it's either be it's not like an opinion like where you are going to shop for either skinny jeans or bell bottom jeans. No, we are talking about somebody who hates people based on their skin color, based on their sexual uh, preference, and based on their identity. That is not an opinion, period. You can be Republican, you can be Democrat, Independent, Catholic, Muslim, whatever you want to be, and that's completely fine. But when you bring hate to a conversation to a, a, a sector of the population, then that's not an opinion. You're not basing anything based on nothing. You are literally hating on somebody just for their existence. So for Bravo to give this person any type of moment, I was very disappointed last night. Very. I had enough seeing him in the back of um, Tenra's little... Um, What's it called? The the tag lines intro or, or the or the the cards unnecessary. This guy is a full grown ass man. This is not like a, a little kid that needs to be like in the background playing. No, this dude is a full grown ass man. Like get him get him off my screen immediately. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Period. And if he's back on 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 the show, I might consider start watching it. Because I don't need to give rating or my view to, to a show that is allowing somebody who show their ass for who they are and they still highlight them. That is Miss Mocha. I love this. I want to share it. Miss Mocha said, based on the whole opinion conversation, she said, no sugar in grits is an opinion. Being any kind of IST or all like ist or ovic, like racist or homophobic, is not. It's true. It's true. Learn difference, people. Learn the difference. Because we are not here to talk about politics. I hate that conversation. I said it before, I want this to be light and fun. And obviously, we're gonna be talking about some topics like this. Because this has nothing to do with political ideas. This has nothing to do with religion idea. It's just the fact that you are hating on people for, for who they are. Period. The end. Whew. You see, I, I just get I just get riled up when I talk about this because it's I mean I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not pretending to be. 
I probably made many mistakes when I was a kid. I probably said some dumb shit when I was growing up. But one thing that I do believe is in accountability and owning up to your mistakes and apologizing to those that you, that you hurt. And this person has done none of those and he believes what he says. He believes what he says. You know, so is, is that who he is? And when somebody shows you who they truly are, you got to believe them. So for Bravo to keep giving this person a platform, disappointed, very disappointed. And you know what's really funny too? That, like I mentioned before, I am loving this OC because it's so mindless. It's so silly and so campy that it's a... It's, it's a good break from the heaviness of like Vanderpump Rules and New Jersey. I think we all have gone through this together. Either you like Teresa or you like Melissa or you are on Louis's side or, or Joe Gorga's side or the uh, the guy who looks like, uh, what's his name? Fuda. Yeah, Fuda, that guy. Uh, yes. I mean, or Vanderpump Rules if you are on Ariana's team or Sandoval and Rachel, but we all went through this trauma of de dealing with these dramatic seasons together. So it's fun to just take a break from all that and have this like bullshit type of like drama where we're talking about, you know, somebody offering the other person a movie role and create this whole entire dramatic situation or talking about, you know, I don't know, Gina's Casita that now she wants a bigger house because she's a real estate agent or whatever. I mean, that type of stuff is funny. It's entertaining. I don't know about, I don't know about some people. Some people are so used to watching Housewife maybe lately, not back in the days. Because I can tell the difference between a new Bravo-holic and an old-school Bravo-holic. Old-school Bravo-holic, like myself, I enjoy my housewife when they are petty, when they are silly, when they are wealthy, and when they are not afraid to show that they are wealthy. New uh, Bravo-holics are into the Erica James legal situation, the Jane Shaw's, the uh, uh, the Jenny racist pose, and, you, and people want more of that so they can complain more about it and create more drama about it. Like, we already have New Jersey that it felt like Oh my gosh, like, I, I, I just wanted it to end. I, I love New Jersey. It's one of my favorite franchises. But this last season, especially with how some people have decided to take it so personal, I'm exhausted. And with that said, I'm full on Team Teresa. Everybody knows that I'm a tree hugger, tree stump, call me whatever. I'm fine with that. I side with what I think is right and what I believe is true because the streets of New Jersey talk. Not just some random person on the internet that has um, their her background for, for their uh, live streams or their uh, bathroom curtains. That actually went really hard on me lately, which I don't care because I don't even know who this person is. Um, I'm talking about people from actual Jersey, from the town where they grew up, people talk. And for what I heard, a lot of stuff that you see on TV and the people who 
play the innocent card are not necessarily the innocent in this part. And that's why I believe Teresa, the only problem with Teresa uh, and the audience is like sometimes the emotions take over too much that she fumbles in the way that she wants to express her emotions. But some, if you pay attention, she's not wrong. I just, that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to get into Jersey right now. I do not want that. I want to continue on the uh, OC train. But yeah, I, I I was very pleased until I saw that Ryan guy on my TV. To be honest, I was enjoying the whole thing. And then I was like, God damn it, why he's on my TV? Uh, beside that, I think that the way that he ended, he gave us the sense of closure. And maybe the, um, the perfect place to see where these new franchises are moving forward. Because we saw Jen, who's a newbie that was brought on this show by Tamra having their first uh, face-off with the video, with the comment that Tamra made. I'm pretty sure this woman, Jen, is not going to be happy, especially during the reunion, because Jen insinuated that she was cheating, too, in a car with the guy from the gym. And that's... That is not okay. That's not your place to say. You are supposed to be her friend. And if she's denying it, then maybe you should support your friend. But instead, she went on a confessional and Tamara was just like saying like, nope, she did it in the back of a car. I don't know why she's changing the story. That is Tamara for you. And then uh, obviously you see uh, Emily, Gina, and Tamara really having a great time tossing each other uh cake and stuff and we know that down the road even though gina and emily and tamra have like really rocky past um for my understanding and the way that i got some you know kind of like inside information is that they are going to start aligning with tamra towards like the middle end of the season that's why there is not that many photos with Heather. You know, Heather, Emily, and Gina were like really together last season. We are going to see a change of dynamics moving on and moving forward. So yes, you guys, there you have it. That was the episode from last night from Real Hospital Orange County. Um, What's your opinion? Are you enjoying Orange County? Are you enjoying the drama? Please let me know in the comment section. Also, please, I'm asking you, please subscribe to my podcast and rate my podcast if you are enjoying this conversation. Remember that the best way to support your podcaster is by simply rate their podcast so we can survive in this sea of content creators. Also, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel and press that little bell so you get notified every time that I go live or every time that I drop a new shot of reality. For those who didn't know, I just released a new segment on my YouTube channel exclusively where I give you daily news from the Bravo universe. Okay, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I have a podcast tomorrow with my friend Andy from Beverly Hills. We're going to be chatting about all things Bravo and how he got his uh, YouTube channel demonetized and who is behind this. 
I'm shocked to hear that that happened, but I wanted him to share his story here on my podcast. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow for that. Have a great night, you guys. I really appreciate you all. And like I always say, Bestie, say it with me. Bye, Besties.